Greetings, everyone. Welcome to Rolling with Disadvantage, the D&D podcast where we won't be playing D&D. As always, I'm your host, Tyler. And I'm your co-host and wishing I was Sam Regal, Till. If you're new to the show, Rolling with Disadvantage is our podcast where we argue, debate, and scream into the void oh, God! about various aspects of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition. Feel free to join the conversation by tweeting us at RWD Podcast. So you, you want to be Sam? I mean, he's so fun to be around. Like, I, or just be friends with you him. You know, his Instagram makes his life look fun. I, I, I don't do Instagram. I don't have Snapchat. Uh, I barely have a Twitter. Is it tw- yeah, Twitter? The but tweeter. The, 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 the twits and the twats and the whatnot. No, my, my mother always says uh, tweeters and peepers whenever we're talking about Twitter. Tweeters and peepers, perfect. Uh, but Sam's Instagram makes his life look fun. He's, he's got a, you know, a lovely wife and I think two children. Two children that I'm, yeah, that I've, I've uh, And he's won a, he won an Emmy for his children's show. He did, for voice directing. And he gets to play D&D for money. And, and be, have a lot of fun playing and D&D. And be Sam Regal, well, you know. I think it'd be fun to play with any of them. Travel around, go to cons. I don't think that'd be fun. I wouldn't want to. I, oh, I wouldn't I would want to do that. that. No, I'm against it. Early on, maybe not forever. Like you know, you get to like Stan Lee levels of fame. Dead would, levels of fame. No, but just yeah, you know, that kind of level where like everybody knows you, not just like this niche group that does this thing. You know, I would just not want to be out there in the crowd. That's yeah. So you, you're mostly. you're an introvert. I'm an extrovert. Yeah, That's just, the difference. I'll just stay at home. I'm Sam. You're Liam. Sure. Yeah. I have no problem with that. I All go right. dagger, dagger, dagger. Dagger, dagger, dagger. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I feel like... Uh, At least three bonus actions to use dagger, dagger, dagger. <laughs> I feel like... Um, I don't remember who pulled last from uh, the deck of many topics. Usually I pull first, so we'll just keep yeah, that. Yeah, just keep it rolling. Just I added... I, re- I refreshed it with all the things that yes. were yes. on there. Keeping it fresh and clean, clean. We have... Push. How... To win as a DM <laughs> with a no-win scenario, and I, I, you put this one in here, so I, what are you talking about? You wrote about? that. I wrote this one. You Wait, wrote. One? You wrote no-win scenarios. Is there a way for a DM to use them effectively? Yes, yes. And I wrote it as a more fun question. That, that, I'll say that's not what this is. Yeah, Th- no. This is this is using a scenario that sucks for PCs as a way to emphasize a story point or possibly teach them how to something. win as a DM. But. But With a no-win scenario. So this is another topic that I haven't put up here yet, but I'm going to put up. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to figure out the best way to get a full segment out of it. But That's not up to you. It's up to us. It's up to Yeah. But we can do it together. Uh, essentially, the idea there in this, that you how you have written it, is that there's winning or losing for either side, PC or DM, in D&D. And I would strongly argue there isn't. That's wrong. There is no winning or losing. There is just playing the game. Uh, you want to know why you're wrong? I want to know why I'm wrong. Because as a DM, you win when everyone has fun. I don't agree with that. Yeah. I could make everything super easy. I could just give them all super powerful weapons and, you know, give them, you know, easy challenges. They would kill everything and they'd be happy because they're winning. They're they're surviving I, and thriving. I think thriving. you're understanding what I'm saying. You win when everyone has fun. That includes the dungeon master. Well, so I, if you, like, oh, just bumble your way through it and everybody hates it, you're not winning. See, if you bumble your way through it, everybody has, everybody's like, oh, I'm super powered and just killing things. So you're not having fun. You're not really winning either. See, I beg to differ, though, because I don't think you can make everyone happy. That's maybe why o- it's challenging to be a DM. An entire campaign, maybe everyone has, you know, 90% happiness yes, rating. That's why it's incredibly challenging to be a DM because you're trying to make a thing for everybody to. Mm-hmm. It's a game. Yeah. Guess what the point of a game is? To have fun. Yes. Uh, so that's I thought you were about to say win, but no, not say, for no, me. No, for you, no. it is. 
Um, the whole goal for his DM to have fun. So if you're if you're introducing a scenario, a no win scenario, mm-hmm. then your goal as a DM should be to make it as fun as possible. Why don't you go ahead and explain what we mean when we say a no-win scenario? No-win scenario is uh, essentially a situation that the PCs have found themselves in where it's either you stay, fight, probably die, at least most of you, or you run. You know, there's no there's no way you're going to come out of this with everyone alive, perfectly fine, no scars, no lingering injuries no no major situation that's going to ruin the game for somebody so you mean specifically a combat related no or or, or uh you know maybe they're making a deal with the devil or something like that an npc yeah. scenario where you're not getting out of this without making this deal yeah that felt a little bad when i did that to you guys last time when um neil neil had to take the deal I had to take the... <laughs> excuse me when neil had to take the deal when neil was Left to take the deal. Yeah, everyone else said, would. Nope. <laughs> Not doing it. Not doing it. I'll, and we're like, okay, I'll guess die. we'll live I in will this die right here. non-dimensional existence for a while. Um, so it's yeah, it was specifically a combat scenario where you, oh, he's a damn, you've prepped, that's usually the big bad. Like, this is mm-hmm. a moment where I'm going to show you you're fucked right now and you have a lot of work to do. And that's the typical no-win scenario. Yes. When, like, first, first yes. appearance of big bad is... He's way ahead of you and yep. he destroys you. Yep. Doesn't usually kill everybody. Kills a couple people, maybe. Mm-hmm. Knocks most of the party out. That mm-hmm. sort of thing. Yep. Um, so how do you make that not just a punishing, oh, Just like a, are. oh, God, that hurt. Oh, God. I mean, should, there should be a part of that. Yeah, there should definitely be suffering because mm-hmm. I think that builds yeah. a group and a, a character. A sense of, we're fucked. You know, that sense of dread, but also then... The idea that you can get better right. and do it. You can it. overcome that sense of fuck. And I think that's uh, part of the way that you succeed with a no-win scenario is that you give them that hope. Like, you take it away only to give it to them in a different way. Well, you know, my challenge with no-win scenarios is always, why is my big bad keeping people alive in a reasonable way? Mm-hmm. It's usually ego. Like, I'm bored. I'm not going to kill you. Or there's somebody that comes along and helps them get away. Not yeah. not fight, right. just run or away. The, in a perfect world, the players have a way. are not dumb and don't just keep fighting until they die. And they go, oh, you know what? We should run away, which <laughs> never happens ever, ever. Well, ever. see, I think there's a difference between ever. running away and ever. being able to actually get away. Ever. Like, like if I just take my turn moving 60 feet no, at yeah, a time. Sure. Physi- I mean, yeah. I mean but escape, yeah, you should have a teleport, a plane shift, right. something to get away. When in our most recent camp. In the first half of our most recent campaign, when you first encountered mm-hmm. in combat mm-hmm. the big bads, yep. she was just kicking your ass. Yep. This was when Neil was split in half. Yep. You guys were making effectively no progress, and nobody. That's, is that the first time we fought her? Yeah. You fought the uh, Goldfur, who was like empowered. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you're you're just like, well, just we'll just yeah, keep we were fighting. just coming we'll off just of a fighting. big fight. We'll just keep fighting. <laughs> we'll just keep fighting. We'll just keep fighting until she had beaten all of you and left. So no yes. one thought, hey, guys. Maybe we should flee in some capacity. I, I thought that's what the cleric was doing when he climbed down. And when he left the fight, essentially, yeah. climbed down. Yeah, he climbs back up. I'm back in the fight now. No one, it didn't occur to five human beings in real life. It's like, hey, we're outmatched. Maybe we should think of a way out. Just We'll just keep pressing on until we're all unconscious or dead. One of us is literally split in half. Yeah. One of us is pinned between a pillar of rock and a cave. And there's a broken nose. The other's trapped in a box of stone. I, I, 
there was no getting out of that. No. So yeah, well, at that point in the fight, yeah. like really early on, when it was you know nothing was going your way. No, it doesn't occur. It's it seldom occurs to players to run away. So what I will say to that, um, for a PC, whenever I'm playing and I'm in a tough situation like that, I judge everything by how much of my abilities I have used thus far. Mm-hmm. If I've only, if I'm a spellcaster, I've only used, you know, half of my low level spells and maybe one of my bigger spells. You know, there's still plenty of fight left. I, I shouldn't be thinking about running at this point. Yes. In this situation, I'm a martial character, and by the time it had gotten to the point where I was more than, you know, 80% through my key points that I have, because I'm a monk, uh, I was already in a box, a literal box of stones yes. with no chance of escape. So here's At the, that point, I just said, fuck it, let's but fight. But no one in the party... So, okay, I understand what you're saying. But shouldn't you, and all players, be thinking as a... Well, shouldn't my player maybe consider running away? Or do all the players you've ever played take a very rational evaluation of their resources before fleeing or continuing? Every character, every person no, you've ever well, channeled? Well, um, We're getting uh, a little off topic. A little bit, but uh, I don't... I don't think I've ever made a character that's been like, just first thought is run. No, it's never first thought. But, but it's never tenth thought either. Not, not, I'm not talking about you specifically, no, no, for a player. It's, it's always way down the list. I think that's because everyone, all PCs are heroes. You are the, you're the, the, the last line of defense against this thing. Not if a you don't five. stop it. At, at, but at any level, you feel that way. You feel empowered. You have these abilities. I will stand here and take whatever comes and become, you know, a legend in this city that I'm protecting. But part of the playing is understanding there's always somebody more powerful than you out there. I disagree. There's always somebody more powerful. I don't. Than you. I don't dispute that. There's gods and shit, but at the same time, you know, if I'm not fighting, if I'm if I'm running, what am I running to? Who's going to help me then if I run? That okay. So that's a uh, that's part of hope. Maybe you know. Maybe prior. So as as a DM introducing a no win scenario, maybe you are responsible to establish prior the the, the route that players can take to actually win after the no-win scenario. Okay, yeah. Right? I'm going to throw my big bat at you the first time. But you know, you've heard the story. You know so-and-so can beat him. So you know, oh, I have to survive. I have to get away. I have to survive. I know that this artifact exists in the world that can help me defeat him. So as a DM, you have to introduce the solution. You have to suggest or hint at or foreshadow a solution prior. Yes. And do not count on your players running away. Yes. <laughs> just don't. Yeah. Just straight up don't, do not. Don't. I, I agree hard with that. This is the same thing like we talked about before where it's like, I'm going to keep healing. I'm going to keep fighting until I'm at zero hit points, fall unconscious, get back up at one, keep fighting until I'm at zero hit points. They will never run away. They will never stop. Wow, they you're will. lucky that we've never had a PC that was a half orc with relentless endurance. Just, I'll stick. I'll, I'll keep, just going. keep going. I'll keep going. I'll just keep going. <laughs> I mean, I would. I, I, the problem with the. I don't want to keep talking about the running away thing, but. There's also a stigma about it, like, well, my character's smart enough that I would run away, but if I run away, the party will feel betrayed. Even if I, like, guys, we should run away, they'll be like, no, when we should really be running away. I think there's a little bit of a stigma, a little bit Um, of a stigma. Yeah, yeah, I I wouldn't dispute that. I'd say, though, especially if somebody, like, in-game says, guys, I think we should run away, the fight's turning bad, that character runs, I think that the rest of the group in character would be like, oh, what a a coward, he left us. But uh, out of game, we'd all be like, yeah, you know, you you, you called it. 
my evidence of the no running away thing is even in the critical role when they first encounter Vecna. Yep. They just get example. murdered. They get fucking murdered. They and ran. Nope. They ran. After people died, several yeah. people died were unconscious. Two died. One got back up. One got disintegrated. Yeah. They they, they didn't so much run. They played just, shifted. Just, yeah. Yeah. At the very end. Yeah. When they were like. The, in all the, fairness. You know, at that point, they're what, level 16, 17? Yeah. There's not much that can be the level 16, that's 17 a, character. That's a perfect opportunity to introduce a no-win scenario. Like, guess what, guys? There's always someone more powerful yeah, than yeah. And, you, and, full stop. And I think after, especially after the one guy, because death at that level isn't that big a deal. You've no. got resurrections out the ass at that point. You, you're gonna, they have a cleric on their team. They'll be fine. But when somebody gets turned into a pile of ash, yes. that's when everyone's like, Maybe we should be on our way now. To reevaluate how diamonds are used in my economy. Um, okay. in, in my economy, they are very fucking hard to find. They, sh- they should be. If a diamond got introduced into a... This is a whole separate thing. We're not going to get into it. Right anyway. Um, how else can a DM succeed at a no-win scenario? So foreknowledge, that's important, to establish yes. the winning route beforehand. Yes. Uh, other than that, I would say... Um, and I go back to this a lot, but I, I really think it's important, is out-of-game discussion. After it happens, either they got away or they didn't, mm-hmm. explain yourself. You say, you weren't going to win no matter what. No, you don't just say that you weren't going to win no matter what, but explain what happened, why it happened, mm-hmm. and just that, you know, just, you don't have to say you could have done this, but just say, this is something to look forward to in the future. To that point, should there be an element of obviousness to how more powerful the enemy or or uh, uh, obstruction is than you? I absolutely think so, because if there's not, then it's not a no-win situation. Like, if, if well, there's... Or rather, they won't perceive it as a yeah, no-win I mean, if it's a guy that, you know, is doing same damage as they are, if it's a... Uh, you know, maybe it's a horde of, you know, zombies or skeletons, and they're picking off, like, five, ten well, in a turn. Killing them. They're killing them. They just keep coming, but they're killing them. But they're wasting your resources. They're not going to feel like it was no win. They're going to feel like it was a bad roll at this point, or that guy oh, had a lucky like we save. we had it, and we fucked we had, up. Yeah, we had, and we missed it. I would love to, there would be, like, to see sort of, um, you know how in a lot of boss fights in video games, like, phase one, phase two? Yeah. And you're like, ah, you beat the boss, yes. And then the second health bar shows, it'd be like, fuck me in the face like that no win back, moment back to critical role and i i don't want to you know constantly bring it up i obviously we've watched it uh obviously there are other shows Only out there feel like free to enjoy all there's plenty of D shows out there but uh, on this, this one a great example of what you're talking about exactly is when they first fought a beholder down in the underdark yeah uh, kavarn really who had on. the horn of orcus and he died, and then zombie beholder, yep. and everyone's like, oh, shit. Second health bar. Second health bar is a great way to establish, like, oh, no, you guys are boned, but after you felt like you succeeded. Oh, but, yeah. Uh, spoiler alert. Sorry. It's That's like six years old. Five. Point, but Five. Three, no, they did three years on the first, so it's like three and a half, four years old. The, so the, I think the best strategy, though, is that level of obviousness where they walk yes. in. Maybe you start, and you're like, oh, no, you first turn, first turn, second turn, we got this, and then something happened. Boom, you disintegrate somebody. Boom, you hit him with a finger of death. I actually... Um, you plane shift, before, you banish somebody. Uh, not before. Uh, <clears throat> after this question was already written and before you picked it, I had a situation... In your campaign. In my campaign yeah. that I run on Mondays come up where they walked in on a finished ritual where all these townsfolk had been turned into these horrible abominations. God, I love a finished And ritual. there's like 80 zombies, 10 abominations, 5 cultists, and... 
At first, they're like, should we fight? And, a partridge and the cultists come down, and they just quadruple blight the first person they see. <laughs> and and he, he, makes, he makes most of the saves because he's a paladin and takes half damage on pretty much everything, but ends up, you know, even 32 D8s is still a lot of psychic damage to take. Uh, and at that point, they're like, we should probably run. And they did. Good. Good. They did. That's what I'm after. Yeah. Is people run, is people running away? That's what I'm yeah, after. Yeah, and the, and and you know they were chased for a bit, but then they got away because they did probably the smart thing. Now could they have stood and fought? Maybe. Yeah. They might have killed them, yeah. but nobody would have. Nobody would have come out of it unscathed. I think it's there's a big part of it where it's knowing your players and how you approach it because, you know, we have uh, a Bonkor. not Bonkor. yeah, Bonkor, our player, oh. and he'll um, holy turtle. He'll, you know, the, the an enemy will literally three shot a player, and he'll be like, "No, I'll, I'll not, I'll heal some other somebody else." Like he won't necessarily participate as if it's no win. Mm-hmm. He'll just keep participating in his own way. Yeah, and uh, I didn't really think about that when I in that yeah, that one fight that mm-hmm. I'm talking about. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't really think about that when when evaluating like, oh, what's everybody gonna do here? Oh, you know what? He's not gonna. He's not gonna help. Oh, oh, best in my opinion, the best example of not seeing That's it my coming. Fault. That's not his fault. It's my fault. The best part of not seeing it coming was uh, a a certain uh, there was a goblin bard once upon a time who, in the first round of combat, said, "I'm not fighting. I I don't feel like my guy would fight in this situation. He's too scared." Oh, you're talking about Robin Mama? Yes. I didn't let that happen though. He set out the first round, didn't he? Yeah, but then he then he he eventually got, got into it, but. If you hadn't said anything, I feel like he might have sat I, out that entire fight. I do like that level of commitment to channeling a character, um, but it doesn't help in terms. Of, like you know, to your point, you're an adventurer. You know, you're you know what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're not you're not a you're not a scaredy cat. It's not like you're a level one townsfolk who suddenly was beset upon by an army of goblins. I miss the commoner NPC class. Make it. <laughs> so okay, uh, preparedness. In terms of making it, uh, so a I, I foresight, think obviousness. If up? we want to break this down, in in a no win scenario, and how to come across exactly, I think it starts with preparation. I think it starts with that foreshadow element. Right. In combat, make sure it's obvious yep. that this situation is no going win. to fuck you up. Again, you may and survive. Don't draw it out. Don't draw it out. No, you may survive. You may even kill everything, but you're not coming out of this without getting fucked right. up. Right. And then afterwards, if it still seems like everyone's kind of lost hope or interest, just explain the situation. Have a little, a little powwow, a little uh, post-game analysis. Yes. Of uh, what's that? What's that one football commentator? He's bald. He's old. He's got white hair. I probably Terry? don't like him. Terry Bradshaw. Terry Bradshaw. Oh, Terry Bradshaw. He's moment. got blonde hair. What are you talking about? It's white. White hair. now. Blonde hair. Whatever. All right. That was good. Yeah. All right. I think we might have learned something there. But let's go ahead. Um, take five, and we'll be right back. Yep. Okay, welcome back. Wait, yep. Oh, there I am. Welcome back. Hi. Reposition, um, reposition. Reposition. I move my mic constantly. None of you can see this, obviously, but I'm constantly moving my face. He's a fidgeter. I fidget. I have a fidget cube. I, I very literally sit still the entire time. No, I mean, like, in general. I, I, I know you do. Yeah. I'm just saying. I, I sit at my I, desk at work and, like, fiddle with it. It has a dial that spins. Mm-hmm. And I'll drive people insane if I'm in a group of people just standing next to them. 
The one thing I will say, I click pens. If I've got a clicky oh, pen, yeah, all day it will click. Yeah, there's there's no there's no there's no boundaries for yes. pen clicking, uh, you know. And if we're sitting at the table, for D and D, pen tapping gets me <laughs> so hard. Like if somebody's just stop, just stop, please, I'll murder yes. you in yes. the game and out of game. Constant dice rolling. I don't have so much problem if it's in, if it's in the tray, fine. But if it's on the table or whatever, bulking, yeah, 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 or if it's yeah, like you know those yeah. those twenty sided die that blink on a twenty, yeah, because that's a hard, heavy plastic. Yeah. If you're rolling that over and over again, I will, I will disown you. So one thing from the last, do you want? Okay, okay. We'll, we'll save. We'll, we'll save it for another time. Yeah, we'll save it for another time. There's a topic, not even a topic, just a a segue. We'll bring it up later. Yeah, we'll bring it up later. We don't have to. We'll make it into a full fledged topic. I don't think it's a full fledged topic. We'll see. We'll we'll make it more we'll natural. Come back. Um, all right, I'm gonna pull from the Holy diver. I'm gonna pull from the bowl. Shuffle it up. The deck of many times. Yes. Because I added a couple in here. This is a new one. Ooh. Yeah. Who's the best? I mean classes, of course. Oh what are the best classes. Oh, oh a, we're having a class discussion. Cla- a class warfare, class. you might call okay. it. Okay. Uh, so I wrote uh, best classes, best multi-classes, unusual multi-classing, class combos that just do not work, min-maxing, all that stuff. I mean, this is a 15-minute topic, so let's just let's just say, can we just do classes now and do subclasses at another time? No. Okay. Well, I challenge you. Obviously, we have to discuss. It's in both in a practical sense, like yeah. combat, in a technical sense in terms of skills and stuff. Perfect. Flavor, sense, yeah. playability in terms yeah. of fun, all okay. of those things. Okay. So a multi-class character... Could be the best in a category. Okay, are we are we including unearthed arcana or just core rules? I would include the artificer. Artificers in there. Okay. Um, but not Matt's stupid thing. Okay. 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 That's fine. No blood hunter. No gunslinger from that. Okay. Yeah. No. Definitely no gunslinger. Okay. Um. Well. Uh. Would you like to kick it off? Or you... we could just do a quick aside on the worst class. Druid. Druid. Hundred yeah. percent. Druid. Yeah. I don't care. I don't care what circle you're Druid. in. Druid. Now. Suck. Uh, I think a, a special case could be made for the original PHB Ranger. Was worse than the Druid? Yes. I don't know. Because I'm just saying there's only one class that I feel has ever needed a full revision on Druid. to even be functional. Druid needs I'd a say revision. Ranger. All right. And that's why they made the Unearthed Arcana Ranger. As it stands right now, Druid's the worst. Druid's do suck. Original Ranger's tied for worst. Now, Druid's suck from a, uh, a technical, mechanical like standpoint. Yes. But flavor? I think they're Super one of the fun. best. Yeah. Druids actually only suck for levels 1 through 19. Oh, yeah, and then level 20, they're invincible. Level 20, Druids are unkillable through okay. their wild shape. Yeah. Just... As long as you survive, like, as long as you're not killed twice in a turn, and if you're a cir- then you're unkillable. If you're a Circle of the Moon Druid at level 20, you can turn into, what, a challenge rating 6 creature? Which has an HP pool of H- over 100. 150? Yeah. So as long as you can take 151... Next turn, you're back. Yeah, again. exactly. I wild shape again. And you I do it as a bonus action, so every again. turn you still get all your and attacks. And I can cast and spells and wild shape. So I, oh I wild God. shape again. I wild shape again. As long as you are not killed massively Massive. twice in one turn, you are unkillable as a druid. So good. So level 20 druid, fantastic. Unstoppable. Everything before that is the worst. So tough to be. So tough. <laughs> we should just make a campaign and start at level 20 so we can all be druids. Oh, an epic level campaign. Where it takes place on like another plane of existence, and you like deal with gods and shit as NPCs, like We've like those that. little like demigods we and stuff. We epic level campaigns all the time. I never was part of one. You weren't? No. Oh man, we had so many epic level campaigns no. back when we were children. Best class. Best class. Best class. Um, See, now this is where it gets tough. I'd say from a mechanic standpoint. Warlock. No, I was gonna say it's hard to beat a rogue. I'll probably say from a deep. Okay, so from a DPS standpoint, damage per second. Rogue. You think so? Sneak attack. 
And if you're an assassin, you could crit. I mean, holy shit, man. So that's one attack. Yeah, exactly. In one attack, they can do like 100 damage. All right, so let's evaluate. Let's let's pick an average level of, what, like 11, just to evaluate 11. it. 11, go ahead. So, rogue table, at level 11, your sneak attack is... 66. 6d6. Six you have reliable talent. You can't roll lower than a 9 on anything you're proficient in. Yeah. Evasion. Evasion. You take half damage okay, from dodge. failed deck saves or no damage from successful deck save, mm-hmm. which you're good at. You have uh, two things of expertise. So you've got four double proficiencies. You've got uncanny dodge, which means as a reaction, you can take half damage from any attack that you can see and coming. And I'm assuming we picked the assassin. P- pick one. Uh, the the inquisitive rogue is, is the excellent. Assassin? Oh, thing. The assassin is quite good. I feel like we would have to pick the Assassin. I mean, fine, the assassin. So at that level, let's see. If you, uh, if you get the jump on somebody, if you so you have advantage anytime uh, you go before someone in initiative. Mm-hmm. So sneak attack right there. Mm-hmm. And if it's a surprise attack, it's a crit automatically. You don't right. have to. You just have to hit. You can roll a ten and crit. So if you can get the jump on somebody, you're doing twelve d six bonus damage. And if you are a bugbear assassin, <gasps> you get an extra forty-six for that crit. And the reach on and the, attack. the reach, yeah. Side note, bugbears, bugbear rogues, best rogues. Bugbear rogue with a whip. Bug- Fifteen foot, foot reach. sneak attack Ooh, crit. Man, I want to do that. Can I do that, please? You can, absolutely. All right, I, just, I forgot to flip but open to just, assassin. And but even with that, there's just so much fun to be had with As a, a rogue, rogue. I would agree. Like you can be the pickpockety type. You can be the stealthy type. You can be the charismatic type. There's Ooh. so many options. Level 17 assassin, death strike. Death strike. That's yeah. When you attack and hit a creature that is surprised, it makes make a con saving throw. DC 8 plus your dex plus your proficiency on a failed saving throw, double the damage of your attack. So if you surprise, on a surprise attack, you crit, crit, sneak attack, death strike, that thing could take four times normal damage on first turn. Four times. So just at, then at that level, you're doing, I think, 80, no, 96. Oh, yeah, I didn't even look at You're doing 96. So, again, bugbear. Plus, let's just say you're using a short sword to make it easy. So 96. That, 90. So that's 10d6 plus 2. So that's 12d6. So make that 24. Double that damage. And then double that damage. What's average damage on 12d6? Uh, is with three, four, 48? 40, yeah. So you're talking, 48, you're talking so 100, just like 100, 96 100 damage. times 100. Wow. 96 or times 2. 200. So, yeah, close to 200. Close to two, possible 200 damage. In one hit. Yeah, that kills most things. Like, what doesn't that kill besides, like, a raging barbarian? So that's that's the point. Turn one, if a rogue gets the jump on you, whoop Which, that's kind of what they do. My argument, though, for the warlock, follow me on this journey. I like the warlock. No, don't get me wrong. It's a sustained DPS. Love the warlock. Oops, not spells. Love the warlock. It's a sustained DPS in that you don't even need any spells. You could just, uh, again, we're going to pick mm-hmm. level 11 here because yeah, yeah, there's a yep, good one. Yep. Uh, warlock table, level yep. 11. Go ahead. You've got a whole bunch of shit. You already have how many How many things? How many invocations is what I'm after? Five no, invocations yep. to, to, to mm-hmm. improve Eldritch Blast. Yep. So, oh, could, so we're going to the Eldritch Blast route. You could shoot okay. so many Eldritch Blasts. Yeah. I think if, at that level you'd have three. And if you pump all those up with invocations, you need no spells. All you have to do is pull the trigger three times yeah. every turn, every turn, easy, every turn. Easy 3D 10 plus 15. Every turn. Every turn. turn. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's sustained. And on DPS. top of that, you'd have your Mystic Arcanum at level six. Yeah, you, you could be the um, the one that gets a familiar. You could, you could take a familiar. I, I usually go Pack to the Tome well, if I'm going to be a spellcaster. Um, pack to the Chain with a um, Suda Dragon. Yeah. They can they could have a mind link to you. Yeah. And can turn invisible. Yeah. They could literally just scout an entire dungeon that has no doors and well, repeat report think, back to you. I think even better than that, they can deliver spells for you. So if you got a really badass spell like. Uh, 
inflict wounds or something. You just have it deliver the inflict wounds. But that's wounds. the point. The warlock is to that. know in advance. If you if you went the right way, if you've min maxed your warlock the right way, you could know in advance everything about what you're about to enter. Yeah. Fully prepared. Yeah. You know to just murder. Yeah. However, like we talked about with the funness of rogue, warlock's kind of boring in my opinion. To it play. depends on your pact, your patron essentially. Yeah. Uh, how much, and your DM, how much he wants to get into that with you. Um, I think there can be uh, definite excitement to being a uh, warlock, depending on your patron. Um, I think it can be exciting. And there's a lot of fun patron abilities, like, you know, hurl through hell for the fiend. Yeah. Oh, so much fun. Just send them literally cascading through hell where they take 10d10 psychic damage. I'm a fan of the celestial patron, the healer warlock. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's great. I want to be a healer warlock. It's great. It's a lot of fun. I think that's more fun to do something out of the box warlocky where you're Mm -hmm. not the min max machine gun. You're something else. So I don't think you can be both. You know, Mm -hmm. we have one of our players who was a, a warlock in the first half of the campaign. I don't think he was having particular fun whenever his terms came up because he'd say, I Eldritch Boop. Yep. I Eldritch Boop him. Yep. I Eldritch Boop him. It's yep. like, I, 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 he might have been um, having fun. I just couldn't tell. It, I think, I think, uh, what? Well, we're talking about a spellcaster. We're not talking about the spellcasters. I mean, we're ignoring what, wizards and sorcerers. S- wizards and sorcerers who Side honestly. Note. The best 3.5 class. War Mage. War Mage. War Mage. So stupid. But nonetheless, <laughs> I mean, once you get to a certain level, 11 beyond, I'd say, is a fair point. Sorcerers and wizards become pretty, I don't know, pretty wizards, tough wizards always, to kill. Wizards boring. I'm not saying they're not boring, but if we're coming from a tackle standpoint, you need an arcane caster in your party. You want Says the an guy with eight, no arcane casters. With no arcane casters in the party. <laughs> we're a bunch of elves. What can I say? No one wanted to be yeah, a wizard. I feel like that's the perfect opportunity no, to have that's a high fucking elf thing. wizards. That's a high elf thing. That's you're, not a... You're wood elves? Yeah, we're wood elves. Sorcerers, then. Natural, naturally, magically Druids. inclined. Druid, I know, but they love arcane. And we have a druid. There you go. We have we a druid. Have the worst... We have a druid. Druids suck. Um, anyway, um, I don't. I still don't put wizard sorcerer up in terms of best because it's not. It's not fun. Clerics are excellent if you want to stay alive. Again, not fun. I had a blast. So I think you had a blast because you were important. I had a blast just because I. I like clerics. I've always liked clerics, and I think they've made them much easier to play than they used to be. I oh no, god, no, the three point five clerics were the worst. Wholly disagree with you because the three point five cleric could be fucking anything. Yes, you could take. I made this cleric, 31 cleric one time, his domain, he didn't have, he didn't worship a god, he worshipped fire. fire. I remember. So he had, he had damage, man, and healing, and he could wear heavy armor, like, it was, it was bomb-ass shit. Cleric, cleric. I love him. I don't think your average bear likes playing a cleric. But, so, so I, I, let's, let's agree that rogue and warlock, probably from a tactile standpoint, very efficient. And rogue, up in the fun scale. Yes, but... Is there anything more fun than a bar? I was just going to ask Is that exact same question. Is there anything more fun than putting on a show for everyone? I would say a self-implemented uh, lobotomy probably oh more fun God. than a bard. Bards are just, it's just the silliness and the fun of it. Like, they're the character that it doesn't even matter if you're successful or not. It's all about having a good time for them. Is it? It is. So where's your... Mar- I've never seen a bard that wasn't having so fun. So isn't your bard kind of one-dimensional then? Isn't the class one-dimensional? I wholeheartedly disagree. Bards can very literally do anything. But no, in terms of performance. Like, is, you always say it's always happy, always having a good time. Can we have a morose bard who's like... Yes. ...singing requiems all the time? It's like, I'm not feeling it, I guys. I mean, you, you can. I don't know why you'd want to. Dark bard. Dark bard, yeah. They're... 
back again back in the day 3.5 there was a dirge singer was a mm-hmm. prestige yeah, class correct, which yeah. just literally sang sad songs and brought the dead back to life see that sounds like a fun bard you could make like a bard necromancer we just talked about our orc bard wait no we talked about our goblin bard we didn't talk about our orc bard in the first half of the campaign Nathan Explosion yeah. was the orc bard yeah. and he sang metal. heavy metal yeah, he sang heavy metal yeah it's funny and he had fun now yeah. did it work out very well no, no. he died but how did he die uh, he uh, was killed by insects uh, in a dungeon when they were trying to break out the tiefling. Killed by insects. Yeah. Insects and explosions from the puzzle box. Uh, ah, yes. In the dungeon. And then after they got out, uh, his he was fed to body a was ripped in half and fed to a That's dragon. That's right. So that was a sad ending for a bard. Yeah. But again, he was a bard. Does a bard have to be comic relief? All Like, he's like comic relief all the time. I, I don't think it's comic relief so much as just entertainment. They're, they're the... They're the lights part. They're the jovial part. They're the part that in the dark times keeps things light. So so a bard is up there in terms of fun. Fun. But not up there necessarily in terms of practical If we're talking combat. about one-dimensional characters, yeah. I don't think you can beat the barbarian. Oh, no, 100%. There's you, nothing that's what you're in, more straightforward you're than into. being a barbarian. If that's what you're into, you're into the, the hack and smash. That's it. That's it. There's nothing else to it. And there's the... Was there like a like the bear totem barbarian where you're unkillable? Like you get resistance to all damage or something, something at some like point. Like if you were if you want, oh, I want to be unkillable, I want to hack and sm- hack and slash. The barbarian is the class for you. Right, it's the best class for you. Right. If you if you're like, I recommend a barbarian for anyone who's just picking up D and D for the first time. Absolutely. You're playing D and D for so the first time. So straightforward. Pick the barbarian. So straightforward. You can't fuck it up. Nope. You hit shit. Yep. You don't have to. Con- you can you- still have a personality. But you're not using that personality to do charisma checks nope. on people. You are hitting things. Yep. You if your your most interaction with a human is gonna be or another NPC is gonna be, I intimidate him. Mm-hmm. How do you intimidate him? I hit them. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Excuse me. That would be the solution no matter what. And I think one step just above that is the paladin. If you want to add spells in there, I think they are very similar. I think they increase the role play a little bit, but at the end of the day, they're divine smiting everything. Yeah, I think that's limiting in terms of making it the best class because you're not really using your spells. Yeah. You're burning them. Yeah. So you're not. You're doing damage. You're doing wonderful know, but amounts you, but of damage. You just, it, it makes, it's limiting in terms you're of play. You're a holy knight. It's, ter- it's limiting in terms yes, of play. Yes, I agree. There are different kinds of paladins, obviously. Some are more into the smush, smush. Absolutely. Others are more into, what's the one that's where you're not supposed to hit shit? Oath of Redemption. Yeah, I, I think, really want to make one. I think I want to make it good. I really want yeah. to make one. Yeah, that's that's because you know who that is. That's the guy who runs away. That no, that's the guy that stands <laughs> and like takes hits for people. Yeah, while they run away. I would, I would dig on that if they had like a. Ooh, that was my chair. Excuse me. Dimmer Diablo two, the Paladin Diablo two. He had an aura of thorns. Uh, all I remember is the Zeladin because my buddy was a Zeladin. Yeah, same thing. It, you had auras, and you could put up aura of thorns if something hit you or your party members. They took damage. Yeah. That would that's, be sick. That's literally what that is. Does that have a thing yeah. like that? Yeah. Sick as fuck. That's literally what it does. I haven't actually played one. You can take damage for your party, and if you take damage, the opponent takes damage. Beautiful. That's that's, that's how you're supposed to play that so. character. Side note, best class, 3.5, not War Mage. It was Oath of um, whatever monk where you had no property. Oh no, those were vows. Those weren't. Oh, yeah, you, it was you a took vow, all the vows. Of, um, vow of poverty, vow of, vow poverty, of abstinence, monk. Yeah, where you had no items and no wealth. You were unstoppable, unstoppable. from level one. You wait, could wait, not be stopped. Three point five monks in general were stupid oh, yeah. crazy. No, stupid crazy. Once you got up there. Oh my god. You speak all languages. You were immune to sicknesses. And you could. You didn't have to sleep. You could, you could run really fast. You could hit really fast. You, you could, could climb up walls. You could. You increased there's, there's, armor. Increased health. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. There's nothing you couldn't do. You get six attacks a turn. Love a monk. Until you get their head cut off. By your friend. Yep. 
Uh, all right, I think those are the best classes. So, but what about multi-class? Multi, I was about to say, give, give me your rogue your barbarian. Multi- it's never going to happen. Rogue Barbarian. Never going to happen. He recklessly attacks with a finesse weapon using strength. Wait. Yes. Yeah, yeah. You using said it right. Strength. You said it right. It's never going to happen. I'm going to make it happen. You, good luck. Reck, uh, ro- we already have your next PC plan, and that's going to be your first PC I'm, and last I'm, for like I'm betraying you at the end. Months. I'm going to make a Barbarian Rogue at the very end. That's good because I have a backup plan too. <laughs> <laughs> barbarian Rogue. I, I know it sucks, but I want it. Barbarian so, Rogue. So, what, so, so we're talking about the worst. <gasps> the worst. Okay, no. Is best best wor- multi-class combo. Best multi I honestly think I might have stumbled across it. Hit me. My don't say paladin sorcerer. No, my oh yeah no. Uh, my ranger rogue, my gloomstalker yeah, assassin it's pretty good. It's pretty is good. really good. Yeah, like especially if if I can get like everywhere we go, there's light and it's pissing me off. If I can go somewhere where it's dark, I'm unstoppable. What do you mean it's dark everywhere you go? No, but there's lights everywhere. There's a crystal giving off light or something. Oh, in terms of the dungeon. Yes. Well, you happen to be invading places with a lot of. I want crystals. there to be. Perfect darkness. You've been out in the wilderness, literally in the dark yeah. the entire time. Yeah, but th- we're not finding anything out there. It's not my fault. I know, but I want to be some. At Gloomstalker gets uh, the Dread Ambusher ability, where they get to ha- they like an assassin. Both of them get advantage, although you don't ever give it to me. Advantage if they go before somebody in combat. That's uh, fake news in the we'll last there, session. We'll, that, last that, session, that, you that, got that, to go that, first. That, that, we'll you guys tried to run past the giant. That, that, we'll get there eventually. Um, it's but, not my fault. But you fucked but, up. You literally but, ran past. But, you did this. But but Sorry, they also uh, when somebody is using dark vision to see them, they are invisible, invisible. Yeah. which means they have advantage, which means they sneak attack okay, automatically. All the, all the creatures in my world have true sight. So well, like, see that sucks. So I'm screwed. <laughs> it's but, your fault. You had advantage. You missed it. But it's such a good combo, and it's one that you probably don't always use. Rogue, yeah. Uh, just because a lot of people don't do rangers. Rogue ranger also fighter rogue. Oh, absolutely. When you when you can start getting multiple attacks. Oh yeah. And uh, improving on those attacks as a fighter rogue. But I think the huge. only thing that's good about having multiple attacks as a rogue is in case you miss your one. But that's the thing. It's not that one shot hit. The um the the what's it called the it's not a specialization as a fight fighting style, archery fighting style as a ranged rogue. Yeah. Like you get the you're getting the multiple attacks. You're also hitting harder with those attacks. So well, you're you're more accurately hitting. So you're oh that's true. So your attacks, your second attacks, even if you do miss, you still have a chance. Or you're reducing your chances of missing, so your sneak attacks have a higher odd. You right? still have a chance. Yep. And then you get multiple weapon styles eventually, so yeah. you can get other fun. Things. My problem with fighters is that pretty much every class has their various abilities. Like rangers have the same thing; they have a fighting style they do. and they have multiple attacks. Paladins have a fighting style, multiple attacks. Um, so barbarians get, get more attacks. The only thing that action surge. That the only thing that fighters have, they get. More attacks than anyone at the end, because they get four attacks at their highest level. Yeah. They get action surge. You get eight attacks. Yeah. 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 And that that's that's where they are. I think the lesson here is if you combine rogue with stuff, it goes well. Rogue with anything dex-based can usually work. Wait a minute. Does this just, like, further proof that rogue is the best class? I think it might. Um, what's, what's uh, I'm trying to think of something that, I don't know. I can't really think of anything else that's really that special. No, I think um, a lot of these other classes... They have potential to be... Druid Cleric. Nature Domain Cleric. Boom. Naturally dumb. I think the, the <laughs> most of the classes are really meant to thrive on their own, but the Rogue is one of those ones that where you can you can mix and match and make a pretty good thing. Sneak attack never hurts. All right. Um, uh, how do we normally wrap these episodes up? Oh, okay. Uh, we learned something, I feel like. I feel like the first segment, yes. Second segment, we rambled. 
I don't mind. In a good way, though. I don't mind a good ramble. And I really want to hear what other people think, because obviously our two opinions hey, are we not got, the world's we opinions. we have reviews on Apple Podcasts. I saw. So that goes along. Five way. star. Ooh, look at that. We are five star men. We are five star material. All right. Um, that's it for this episode. Make sure to subscribe and rate the show on wherever you found it. Again, that helps other people find it. Yes. Yeah. We, we're we not egomania. We are a little bit. I am. But, but we just want other people to hear us. Um, you can follow that us. That sounds egomaniacal. Crap. I don't... Spread the word. Spread the word. Follow us uh, on Twitter at RWD Podcast. I'm getting better That's at tweeting. Rolling with I promise. disadvantage yep. podcast. Always feel free to send us topics you want to hear about uh, or your DD rants at RWD Podcast at gmail.com. And um, we'll see you next time. Till then.